Hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Uranium Market Minute. Today is Thursday, April 28th, and this is episode number 112. My name is Justin Hewn. I am your host. I'm the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro Newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing you hear or see in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing. And always take responsibility for your own choices. All right, um, another exciting day in the world of uranium. Um, volatility reigns supreme. Going to talk about the news about Sput being rejected from their uh, their request for a U.S. listing. I'm going to get into details on that in the daily, in, excuse me, in the mailbag section at the end of the podcast. But before we do that, let's go ahead and run very quickly through uh, the daily scoreboard, which is a very quiet day across the board. And check out the charts where I think we saw some very encouraging action today. Um, starting off with the spot price of uranium, it's down slightly uh, to, let's see, 52.50 a pound mid-market. Um, spot raised no new capital, nor do they buy any additional pounds. As I mentioned the past couple of days, they're still sitting on $28 million in cash, but they're likely to hold that for the time being until they can raise some new cash. They did trade up pretty close to uh, trading it on par with NAV today. So if we see some funds flowing and the spot price remains where it's at, we could see them raise some money in the next few trading sessions. We'll have to see. Um, going into, let's take a look at the ETFs. Uh, neither URA nor URNM reported any changes to outstanding shares. So again, I will reiterate, like I mentioned yesterday, um, the selling that we have seen over the past week and a half, two weeks, is not coming from the ETFs. Um, there's been maybe six or seven million total in selling pressure from the ETFs over the last couple of weeks. And we have some pretty big down days. So that selling is coming from the individual holdings being sold off. Um, and every time we go through these down drafts in, in the intra, so in the secular bull market, these, uh, these intra secular cycle uh, pullbacks, uh, these shares end up in stronger and stronger hands. So, so far we are making higher lows. Uh, higher highs and higher lows for the most part. Um, the NAV of the two ETFs now sits at 2.83 billion. Um, the joint AUM, excuse me, declined a little bit yesterday. That's a decline about 500 million from its recent high of over 3.4 billion. And again, the NAV of SPUT is just under 3 billion here. Um, before we go into the mailbag section, let's just briefly take a look at the charts across the sector here. URA today, again, on lower volume, did sell off sharply in the first couple of hours of trading this morning. Um, the whole sector was down, let's say, 3 to 5% in the first 90 minutes of trading. And largely, in my opinion, that was retail reaction to the news of the NYSE listing for SPUT being rejected. Um, but that, of course, did rebound throughout the day with practically every stock across the uranium space printing a pretty nice hammer candle. Today, uh, URA ended up on the day at 0.68%. Of course, we did have a strong broad market today, but the spot price actually moved down slightly, yet we did have many uranium stocks across the space up on the day, which is a very good sign and really good to see. Spot Physical Uranium Trust up 1.3% on the day. They were down just over a 2% uh, discount to NAV but the spot price did move down slightly. So we're very close to trading at NAV here. If we can see some funds flow in tomorrow and see the trust trade up even at 1%, we should see them issue some money. It's been a few weeks. It'd be nice to see um, us make a higher low on this chart and move back up. Now that's a very, very strong candle we printed today. Very encouraging to see that. 
Cameco also printing a nice hammer here, ended up 0.61% on the day. Volume, nothing really, uh, nothing really to write home about. So I'm yet to really be convinced that this is the bottom and we are about to turn around because we haven't seen the volumes coming yet. We'll have to watch that. Now, of course, tomorrow is Friday and in a general risk off environment across most markets, we haven't really seen strong trading days on Fridays over the past few months for the most part. So I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit more chop tomorrow and we start the week off fresh next week and see where we go from there. All right. So uh, yesterday news came in um, from the from Sprott Asset Management regarding the Sprott Physical Uranium Trust application to the NYSE and therefore to the SEC that the NYSE filed on Sprott's behalf. And that was rejected by the SEC. Um, really, that uh, and there was a pretty easy uh, rejection for the SEC. Uh, for the most part, they basically said that um, they did not have any flexibility on granting exemptions for the uh that it's brought and therefore the NYC had requested. And the primary exemption that they were requesting was that physical trusts need to have a uh, redemption mechanism. So for their physical gold and silver trusts, for example, if you are a shareholder above a certain threshold in terms of shares held, you can actually exchange those shares for the actual physical metal. And for obvious reasons, that couldn't happen for uranium. And the SEC was unwilling to make an exception for this. Now, they also did mention um, uh, a concern about the physical uranium market and the lack of uh, transparent, abundant, available pricing mechanisms for um, everyone to see uh, in real time in the uranium market. And that, of course, is the case with this market. So uh, I, I would uh, speculate that the SEC knows absolutely nothing about the physical uranium market. Therefore, I'm sure that they had some influence from uh, utilities lobbyists. That is pure speculation on my part, but it makes sense. And, you know, I did believe that they had a good chance of getting this listing. But like I've mentioned, you know, forever since they had, had talked about it. And by the way, in the deal for the takeover of Uranium Participation Corporation, um, part of their, their part of their contract was that they had to pursue this listing. So while yes, Sprott did believe they had a good chance of getting it, they did know that it was a new, it was a new vehicle in terms of the NYSE, and therefore there's always a chance of it being rejected, and that is the case here. So um, as I've always said, in my opinion, that would have been gasoline on the fire, especially if they had had a listed options market. That was something that um, obviously we would have been very very excited to see. Now that that has not happened, however, now we have clarity. Now, if there were any funds on the sidelines waiting for this potential liquidity, they know that's not happening and they can choose to whether or not enter this vehicle. And of course, the biggest uh, impediment to larger funds entering this vehicle or the sector at large is volume, is trading volume and liquidity. So now we will have to see where we go forward from here in terms of liquidity and volume on SPUT. With that said, what are some actual numbers from SPUT? Let's look at the numbers so far for this vehicle. Okay. They've raised 1.75 billion since last August, eight months. They've taken the AUM, uh, excuse me, they've taken the, uh, yeah, the AUM, no, sorry, the NAV. They've taken the NAV of this vehicle from 600 million to over 3 billion. In fact, it hit three and a half billion a couple of weeks ago in eight months period of time. All right. They've raised three quarters of a billion this year alone. Uh, clearly institutional money is not having a hard time finding this vehicle on the TSX. Would we have liked to have seen a successful NYSE listing for SPUT? Of course we would have. But interestingly enough, I think that that would have led to 
um, would have led to a faster move in the spot price. And while some enter this space thinking, um, hoping for an extreme price spike and a very quick speculative trade, many others enter this uh, in a longer term fundamental investment as we have in a general commodities bull run and of course in the uranium, uh, in the uranium investment market. As we see the fundamentals continue to improve across the sector for nuclear energy and for uranium itself. So um, really, in my opinion, this is somewhat of a nothing burger. I was very pleased to see that the market um, did respond almost immediately after a couple of hours of trading this morning. And these stocks, many of them ended up in the green on the day after the sell-off this morning, which clearly, in my opinion, was from the news of that uh, listing rejection. So just wanted to touch on that briefly. Um, also wanted to mention, if you are a member of Uranium Insider Pro, our May monthly newsletter will be out on Tuesday. We have much to go over, including some information um, on a new position that we have entered. And of course, we're going to give more detail on this SPUT NYSE listing situation, including some uh, some response from the CEO of SPOT, Mr. John Champaglia. Um, that will be included in the newsletter next week. So look out for that on Tuesday, May 3rd. Uh, again, this was nothing that, um, this is really not a big deal for the sector, in our opinion. Um, it would have been nice to have gotten, but now that now that we have clarity on this, there's no more waiting. If there was waiting on the sidelines for this listing, a lot of people speculated that we wouldn't see another move up in the sector until we knew whether or not this was happening. Um, uh, you know, I speculated on that a bit, but it really wasn't a, a home run in terms of confidence in that speculation. But now we get to see what is going to happen going forward in terms of trading volumes coming into SPUT. As we know, uh, as volumes continue to improve and liquidity continues to improve for this vehicle, we're going to see larger and larger positioning by larger and larger funds. And we do believe that is yet to still happen, even though they have raised 1.75 billion um, in eight months. So looking forward to the next chapter here. And uh, thank you so much, much for watching. Thank you for listening. I will see you again tomorrow. Cheers.